This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, August 4th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Purdue's challenge. 100 senators honor Dole. U.S. aid CFTC picks confirmed. Almanza to JBS and Fed likes it local. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue takes his back-to-our-roots five-state road trip from Wisconsin to Minnesota today. He'll be holding a private invitation-only meeting this afternoon with farmers, business leaders, and others on the farm of Minnesota Farm Bureau President Kevin Papp. Papp, who testified at a House Agriculture Committee Farm Bill listening session yesterday elsewhere in Minnesota, told Agripulse's Spencer Chase that farmers worry President Trump doesn't understand their issues. Papp said the number one question I'm going to have for the secretary is, does he have the president's ear enough to help him understand agriculture? I think the answer is yes. Minnesota farmers need to hear that directly. Purdue will move on to Iowa on Saturday, where he'll speak in Des Moines at the Iowa Ag Summit. Check agripulse.com for a report on that meeting. Daybreak editor Philip Brasher will be moderating a panel on the Farm Bill. The House Agriculture Committee, in the meantime, will hold its next listening session Saturday in Modesto, California. The entire Senate co-sponsors Dole Honor. It's not exactly the end of polarization in Washington, but Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts has pulled off nearly the unthinkable. In a matter of days, Robert got all 99 of his colleagues to sign on as co-sponsors of a bill authorizing the Congressional Gold Medal for former Senator Bob Dole, a towering figure in agriculture and food policy for decades. Roberts was literally carrying around a sheet of paper asking colleagues to sign it. The Congressional Gold Medal is the highest civilian honor Congress can give. The Senate approved the Gold Medal bill yesterday afternoon before breaking for its August recess. Representative Lynn Jenkins, Republican of Kansas, is heading up the effort to pass the bill in the House. She needs to get at least two-thirds of her colleagues to co-sponsor it. U.S. aid gets new chief. The Senate also approved a flurry of President Trump's nominees yesterday, including a new administrator for USAID, foreign policy veteran Mark Green. Green's nomination was welcomed by advocates worried about the Trump administration's criticism of foreign aid. The president's budget called for gutting food aid programs and other foreign assistance programs. But at his confirmation hearing in June, Green said that U.S. aid was, quote, an irreplaceable force for good. CFTC chairman, new members, okayed. The Senate also confirmed Republican Chris Giancarlo as chairman of the Commodity Futures Trading Commission and approved two new members of the panel, Republican Brian Quintes and Democrat Russ Benham. Giancarlo was serving as acting chairman. With Quintes and Benham on board, four of the five CFTC seats will be filled, evenly split between the parties. However, Democrat incumbent Sharon Y. Brown has said that she plans to step down. Agribusiness leaders support the nominees who have pledged to protect the interest of end users. Benham has been serving as senior counsel to top Democrat of the Senate Ag Committee, Debbie Stavidow. The nominees, quote, are superbly qualified to serve, 
said Todd Kemp of the National Grain and Feed Association. In particular, we appreciate their interest in issues important to U.S. agriculture, and we look forward to working with them to maintain U.S. futures markets as an efficient and effective risk management tool for agribusiness hedgers. Another pending GOP nominee to the CFTC, former Senate Agriculture staffer Don Stump, was not included in the package that Senate Democrats agreed to approve yesterday. Republicans hope to get her confirmed after Congress returns to work in September. Chatterjee to join FERC. Neil Chatterjee, who has advised Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell on agriculture and other issues, was confirmed yesterday to be a member of the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission. Combs nomination advanced. The Senate Energy and Natural Resources Committee has approved the nomination of former Texas Agriculture Commissioner Susan Combs for the top job in the Interior Department. Combs, who was in the running for Agriculture Secretary, was known for challenging endangered species listings in Texas, where she served as the state's controller. As Interior Assistant Secretary for Policy, Management, and Budget, she would not be directly responsible for the Fish and Wildlife Service. But her nomination is still opposed by more than 70 environmental groups. Almanza lands at JBS. Weeks of speculation that Al Almanza would take a job with beef and pork giant JBS after leaving the USDA's Food Safety and Inspection Service turned out to be accurate. Almanza, who spent 39 years at FSIS and rose from a line inspector at a Texas slaughterhouse to deputy undersecretary for food safety, will be global head of food safety and quality assurance at the Brazil-based company. JBS, the world's largest meat processor, bought Swift & Company in 2007, Pilgrim's Pride in 2009, and Cargill's Pork Division in 2015. Almanza will be based in Greeley, Colorado, but his focus will be global, and his experience will be valuable to JBS, given that it was caught up in a recent U.S. ban of Brazilian beef. Brazilian Agriculture Minister Blaramagi met with USDA Chief Sonny Perdue last month in an effort to hasten a lifting of the ban. But USDA sources tell AgriPulse that it's still unclear what Brazil will have to do to start exporting beef to the U.S. again. Federal Reserve to rule America. Go local. Buying local is a hot trend when it comes to food, but it should be even hotter And the key to doing that is encouraging new investment. That according to a new 306-page report from the Federal Reserve. Local and regional food systems are not only good for farmers in rural areas, they also provide more fresh, nutritious food in low-income areas. That according to the report that was produced with USDA's help. Ann Hazlett, the newly installed assistant to the Secretary for USDA Rural Development, said at the launch of the report that investing in local food production fits with USDA's priority of improving rural communities. Hazlett said, when we think about rural America right now, we have this excitement about local and regional food production, but it comes against the backdrop of some very difficult needs. Don't forget organic. An entire chapter in the Fed's report, Harvesting Opportunity, is dedicated to organic agriculture. Organic farming doesn't just benefit the soil and environment, but also brings money and investment into regions of the country that need it, according to the report. Here's today's He Said It. 
The House Agriculture Committee's top Democrat, Colin Peterson, who chaired the panel during the development of the 2008 Farm Bill, says he likes the format of the Farm Bill listening sessions. Attendees are given two minutes to state their concerns without any interruption or questioning from the committee's members. This way, you get through a lot more folks, and we're not interrupting and interjecting and trying to convince everybody how smart we are. We're just listening, which is what we should be doing. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, August 4th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a hybrid strategic consulting, marketing, and communications company that delivers innovative solutions and meaningful results to clients across the farm, food, environmental sciences, and lifestyle spectrum. For more information, please visit WideOpenThinking.com. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.